Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. I reached that horrible point and anyone who's been there will, will understand this point where you feel like I can't go on drinking and using drugs like this, but I also can't imagine not drinking and using drugs like this. And it's this incredible feeling of like, well, where now then? And that I got sober at that point, at the age of 25. Jamie Timoney is someone who spends a lot of time at centre stage. He's an actor, he's the lead singer of punk band These New South Wales, and he's the host of the podcast What a Great Punk. I'm Michelle Laurie, and this is Calm Your Farm, tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. At the age of 18, Jamie developed a drug-induced anxiety disorder. It lasted for two years. It's just another one of the extraordinary experiences that make Jamie an extraordinary person. He's eight years sober now, and he's had a welcome break during Melbourne's lockdown. It's just added to his understanding of the importance of routine and balance when it comes to calming his farm. I had such a great structure during lockdown and I was feeling on top of things and part of that was due to consistency of waking up, doing my kind of like practice in the morning, like meditation, maybe making a phone call, doing a bit of reading, that kind of stuff. That stuff I, I need, you know, if I stop doing that stuff for long enough, then it's hard to find joy. I can find excitement by like playing a show or like doing something exciting that takes me out of myself. But like joy, I find I need to have that like baseline structure in place. I love working, love my work. Music's a, a massive thing for me. And if I don't, if I haven't worked on it for a couple of weeks, I can feel the walls starting to kind of get a bit shaky again, you know, like it's a very cathartic process. I think there are probably sort of two important moments in regards to mental health. One was when I was 18, I developed an anxiety disorder 
as a result of taking drugs. And I've spoken to a lot of people who've had a similar experience trying some party drugs and then the next day just having this overwhelming anxiety that unfortunately didn't go away for 18 months and and it was basically like a it was basically like a permanent state of heightened anxiety and it was all very self-centered and internalized it was all um I felt like I was going crazy I felt like I damaged my brain permanently and that it was never going to be the same I convinced myself I had schizophrenia so it was a really scary period of my life which led me to seeking help from psychologists who were able to point out to me that what I was experiencing was anxiety and quite severe anxiety but anxiety nonetheless so it was through seeing a couple of psychologists that I developed some of my um, some of my some of the tools that really helped me to deal with my mental health I was taught by one of them um, mindful meditation which um, at the time Uh, I don't think I was, I don't think I could quite um, see properly, clearly the benefits that I was getting from it. So I would have said at the time, maybe that it it didn't, didn't work for me or that I wasn't ready to work it. Um, But what I did find, and I think this was about probably my third psychologist that I ended up at, was a technique called EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. She said, you're probably going to think this is a bit like weird and hippie or something. You, you might not gel with this, but I'd encourage you just to try it. She taught me this series of tapping on different points on my body and saying, repeating certain phrases. And I thought, oh my God, all right. <laughs> I've really reached the end of the line here. Like if this doesn't work, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I was desperate. And so I tried it. And after 18 months or so of debilitating anxiety, that thing worked like an absolute charm. It was like within two weeks of doing it every day, I felt a ginormous difference. I felt like the sun had come out for the first time in however long. And I I finally felt some relief from the symptoms. That's not to say they didn't return at certain points, but never um, never quite as bad or as chronically as they had been occurring. When I was 25, I reached the second kind of main landmark of my own mental health. And that was when my substance use and and the alcohol use had like ramped up progressively over that time. And I found myself experiencing similar symptoms. I reached that horrible point. And anyone who's been there will, will understand this point where you feel like I can't go on drinking and using drugs like this. But I also can't imagine not drinking and using drugs like this. And it's this incredible feeling of like, well, where now then? And that I got sober at that point, at the age of 25. I realize now retrospectively that it was getting to that point that allowed me to be willing and open and suggestible, you know, like to ask for help. How like, I can't do this anymore. I literally can't do it. And, uh, you know, at that point I went into a, 12-step program, which is, let's face it, it's the last stop on the train, right? Like no one wants to end up in a 12-step program. It's not where I had pictured myself ending up. Um, You go there when you're desperate and you feel like um, 
there's no other option. And I'd tried everything. You know, I really had tried everything in my own power to, to uh, moderate or to stop or whatever. It just flipped on a whole bunch of new switches for me that I've learned a lot. I've learned everything about how to keep myself well basically has been attributed to, to, to going into that, that program and, and the people I've met and all that sort of thing. been sober for the last eight and a half years and I would say that my mental health has improved greatly as a result it was one of those things I, I didn't I didn't I wasn't able prior to getting sober to see clearly that it was having such a profound impact on my mental health a massive part about the fear about getting sober is that because it's literally your favorite thing to do as in use drugs and alcohol, the, the fear is that, oh my God, like life is, I'm committing to a life of like garbage, basically. This is going to be so boring and so intolerable. There's a certain feeling which is pretty intense, which is like, okay, well, my life's over now and I've just got to endure it until I die now. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it felt. But And everyone who I met in the 12-step programs are telling me that's, you won't feel like this forever. And I was thinking, uh, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. But they seemed to mean what they were saying. One of the biggest reliefs is that if I still had the FOMO today, then I'd be in so much agony over, over it. But it does, through taking on a few kind of principles and, and actions and like committing to doing the work or whatever, the best part of it is that it, the desire to, to use these substances literally goes away. Don't get me wrong, the reason I would drink and take drugs is because it made me feel fucking great. Made me feel great. And it took away a lot of the anxiety. I literally remember thinking, why wouldn't I do this every day? It feels fantastic. It alleviates me. It's like medicine, you know, and um and anyone who does that will will identify with that, you know, it's like it just, it just reached a point where it wasn't doing that anymore, which is the problem. I don't stand a chance keeping myself mentally if I'm, if I'm doing those things. No chance. Today I feel free. I feel able to develop more positive relationships. I'm able to prioritize things in life better, you know, um, be there for my friends and family. I'm able to be a good son, good brother, good partner, good friend, or at least to the best of my ability, you know, I still fuck up sometimes. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.